This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Rolling right along here in a beautiful, it's a Wednesday. Yes, it is a Wednesday. has been all day. Still don't know what day it is, but hey, that's okay. Beautiful Wednesday here for the Teammates Mentoring Hour. We've got Emily, Ken, and Andrew in studio with us here. And during break, had a fascinating conversation about how, you know, we have the mentee-mentor relationship, but mentors knowing each other and being there for each other. How important have you seen that be, Emily? I think it's super important. Um, one thing that I think makes teammates unique is that you're you're part of a network. We're not ever just going to put you out there with a student and say, okay, go. Um, you have you have a, a bunch of people supporting you. So there's that facilitator in every single school building who's you know a direct line that you can go talk to anytime. We also have three full-time match support specialists on staff that you can call at any time if you ever have any questions or concerns. We want people to be supported. We have, uh, before we ever match you with a student, you go through a training session that really gives you time to, to know what to expect. We want you to, to feel prepared um, and know how to access those resources. So we're never going to put you out there on your own. But I think it's, it's so cool to hear mentors talking to one another about their experiences. And I think that's really powerful and affirming. Do we have any of those training dates coming up soon? We do. We have uh, a training that's actually happening this Friday, um, late afternoon, I believe. And if you go to our website, lincolnteammates.org, under that Become a Mentor spot, there's a, a spot to sign up for trainings. So you can get started even this week. Awesome. Ken and Andrew, we'll turn this to you. Ken, we'll start with you here. On the force, you were mentioning you knew someone else who was a mentor. What was that like, you know, comparing your experiences and having someone else in the program there with you? Oh, uh, it's, it's amazing. I'll mention his name, Matt Franklin. He's one of the best ever on the, on the police department. He so many different roles there and one of them is being a, a, a mentor and he's done that for quite a while too and I think he has maybe a little more difficult time with his uh, young man than I do but he um, he and I have talked and compared notes and finding out that we both get the same satisfaction out of doing this and that we're pulling for these young people that we we want them to succeed we want them to be leaders and um there are several other um, officers too that do this i th think emily mentioned there's um, like 16 and there's others that are talking about it because we talk about it they used to see me go uh, the last year or so i had a little more freedom to go unless something really bad happened and so they knew everybody knew i was doing that um, and we meet kids in in different environments rather than what than what the teachers do. But we share that we share the responsibilities with the kids. And you see the the best and the worst out there with families with kids, regardless of um, the status, the race. You have the best of all, and then you have sometimes the worst of all. And you just don't want to see kids who have an opportunity to survive and to do well you don't want them to, to fall behind and so on but yeah it's it's good to share that there's another ex-officer that I see quite often that's going to visit and I had no idea I wouldn't have expected him to be a mentor 
does a great job. And again, that's to the point. You need all sorts of mentors. People that say might not be for me, might not be for you. You need everyone, Absolutely. every type of person. Just why the survey I think is so important to get all those people matched up. Andrew Absolutely. is a teacher then. Yeah. What's it been like knowing other teachers who are mentors and how has that helped you in your relationship? Oh, absolutely. Well, and, and first of all, I think it's a just great that there's a connection with the police department and Lincoln and just knowing your line of work and how difficult it can be. But then the fact that you're able to um, mentor and help out and, you know, be just a, you know, such a positive part of the community as well. And, that kids can see that, you know, that's, that's great. So, um, yeah. And then with other teachers, um, uh, the teacher that, that got me into teammates, um, it, it was great just talking with her about, you know, how her mentoring was going. Um, you know, she, um, she's just a, she's a great teacher. Um, her name's Terry Schrick. Um, and she, um, she always just cared so much about, you know, her students in class, I remember, and wanting them to be successful and just holding them to, you know, high expectations, but she also really cared about them. And I think that really translated over into her mentoring relationship too, just knowing that she was there for them and, um, cared about them. And so, um, yeah, and it's great to see so many teachers getting involved with it, you know, not just at our school, but I know at, at other schools as well. So, um, I think it, it's, it's nice, I think, for those students to see maybe teachers in outside the classroom in a different, different setting, you know, mm-hmm. um, it could be fun for, for me too, just <laughs> like, you know, getting out of teacher mode for a little bit and Hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to play a board game. We're not going to talk about, we don't talk about math or anything <laughs> like that, you know, the fun stuff. Um, so, so yeah, that's been great. Yeah. Talk about that. Getting out of teacher mode, you know, yeah. getting out of cop mode, getting out of parent mode, because that's not what you're there to do. You're, you're there to be a mentor. You know, that's not your day job. It's not what you went to school to do. What's the difference between those mindsets, between, you know, what you get paid to do and mm-hmm. what you, you get to do? Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, they're they're both great roles. I, I, I feel like, though, I'm able to just kind of be myself a little bit more in the mentoring role. Um, you know, in the, in the teacher role, you can obviously be yourself, but there's that kind of... Um, that obligation that you feel like, Hey, I'm responsible for, you know, helping these students learn math and, you know, we can have fun sometimes, but we also have to, you know, we have to work hard and, you know, all those, all those things. So, um, but with yeah, the mentoring aspect, I feel like I can just kind of relax a little bit, be myself, um, you know, and just, um, yeah, just talk about kind of everyday things and, and just make that connection there. So, yeah. As a parent, how do you go from parent mode to mentor mode? What's what's that difference like? I love getting out of the office and spending an hour on s- something completely different. Turn you know turn off work brain, um, and and just think about what's happening in that moment. And I really believe that mentoring has informed my parenting. Um, so much of mentoring is about active listening. And, and, you know, I only, I only see my mentee once a week. So hearing the names of her friends and really trying to track, you know, what's happening, um, with all of these people and, and storing that in my brain to have it ready for next week, because that's, what's important to her. And therefore it's important to me. And so taking an hour to, to consciously listen and pay close attention to somebody and seeing the power of that so much in in parenting it's easy to be sort of ships passing in the night you know everyone's kind of got all this stuff Mm -hmm. going on but knowing the power of that active listening 
and saying, hey, maybe I should be doing this with my family, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think it's really important. And mentoring has has changed the way I parent in that way. Ken, what was it like for you going from day job on the clock to, hey, here's this hour. I'm with my mentee now. Oh, it's, again, I always look forward to doing that. Um, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of you as a parent. Uh, he is um, 14 now. Uh, when my kids were 14, it was like pulling teeth trying to get a conversation going. They're just <laughs> to sit down with them and talk. Um, so I kind of play a parent role sometimes, and I try to catch myself from doing that. Mm. But my main thing is to encourage him with studies, talking about, you know, how are you doing in math? How are you doing in this? You know, if you're going to be an athlete, if you want to get a scholarship, you got to concentrate on that. I remember a summertime uh, meeting that we had when I walked him out, and his grandma's there. And I, I didn't even say anything. She started to say the same thing. She was, you know, a little more direct <laughs> in <laughs> sure. reference to that. And he was just very kind to her and listened. And, and, again, that's what I appreciate about him. So it's it's a different role. I think I went more to a, a parent role or uh, rather the, than um, anything else. Um, so I don't know if that really answers your question, but kind of. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So building off of that then, to me it sounds like the most important part of this is the relationship, right? Where you can do parent things, you can do teacher things, you can do friend things, but in a mentor role. But to me, it all comes down to that trust, right? So the kid knows that you're not coming at it trying to be an additional parent, right? Right, and I think that helped being a parent. I've got four kids um, and learning along the way too, learning to be a little more flexible, but um, understanding maybe someone more than they know as being that age and um, you know, just you develop that how th again the hope that they get through all this being a kid being a kid in these days and I don't know how teachers do it <laughs> you know, I had a different relationship you know with kids on the street and so on but mm -hmm. we, you know we always made sure that we um, paid attention to the kids but this is it's kind of a, a different challenge in this day and age. And mm -hmm. I love the fact that this young man has um, a lot of sports activities, a lot of opportunities that way. And what he darn well better do all this homework. I want him to, to succeed. Absolutely. Well, and I, yeah, I just think back um, just to growing up, I was re really lucky to have um, – my, my mom and dad were just great role models to me and, um, you know, taught, taught me a lot about, you know, life and hard work and, um, and just setting a good example. So I've, I've kind of, now as a grown up, it's like, it's been nice to, you know, pass, try, try to set that example for, for somebody or just serve as a positive role model in any way that you can. Um, not necessarily in the parent role, but just setting that good example and, um, you know, knowing that you can, you can try to be a positive influence on, on somebody. And, um, so that's, that's, just been great too. And I, yeah, I have a, I have a little, uh, almost two year old son. Mm. He'll be two on Friday. <laughs> so, but it's, it's, yeah, birthday. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Happy early birthday there, Charlie. Um, so it's, yeah, but so then I kind of think of him growing up and, you know, like, how do I want to serve to, you know, 
you know positive role model and a parent for him as well so yeah i'd like to echo that, that. you know my my dad especially was quite um an influence on me i i learned a lot from watching him he didn't say much but he was very positive um so it's kind of paying it forward of wanting to do that i had a, a high school football coach that i, I still remember probably get emotional um but I still remember what a great person he was, what he taught us. I remember, you know, when we were young, we were getting crushed in football because we had a young team. By the time we were seniors, we were just a bunch of junkyard dogs, and we were we were beating up on a team that we really wanted to show them something. And he pulled us all out and put in, and, he, and we were mad at him at first, going, what, what are you doing? He says, that's not, you know, if you're going to be a good sport, that's not what you do. Mm-hmm. So that always stuck with me. And, and again, I, I kind of see this in my, my mentee as well, that he, he understands that. And we talked about that as well. I love that idea of paying it forward. So one of the people who was a mentor to me was my, my boss in my very first job. Her name's Donna. And she believed in me in ways that I didn't believe in myself. She handed me projects that I had no business doing, but she believed I could do it. And because she believed, then I believed. And that's something that I hope I can pass on to my mentee. Um, I think my mentee views me more as a an adult peer, if that makes any sense, <laughs> an adult friend. Um, and I'm so grateful for the trust that she puts in me. I know that I know she talks to me about things that she probably doesn't feel comfortable talking to her parents about. And I'm so glad that she has an adult that she trusts in that way. And, and um, I feel super honored to be a part of that. Having been a kid not too long ago, I still feel like one. <laughs> um, it, it is nice to have something you know you can go to. And parents, their parents. Now, they're parents. They're there to be parents. And you know they're there for you and they love you and they're there to listen. It's hard to talk to them sometimes. Like either you know, out of embarrassment, out of fear, out of whatever it is. All sorts of different you know, reasons that it's hard to talk to parents. That's why it's so important to have someone else, whether it is a coach, whether it is a teacher, whether it is a mentor. Just as someone else. Because even if, like you said, Ken, you're given the same message, it's a different voice. And it, that relationship is just different enough that the message can sink in a different way. Absolutely. I know when I was, I meant to age, I was a, I was just a smart aleck to my parents all the time. And I'm sure it just annoyed annoyed them sometime. And, or you'd be embarrassed at like a school event. Like, you know, I just want to go hang out with my friends and stuff. So, um, but luckily I've grown out of that. So we have a a great relationship now, but yeah, it is nice having that other, um, just that other adult voice too. Um, that they can hear and trust. And I think so. it's so powerful that the mentor keeps showing up. And the, the, the kids know that this is not somebody who is paid to be there. This is, you know, not a, not a teacher, not a coach. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who is there because they believe in you. And you are the sole reason that they are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they enjoy spending time with you. And I think that that's really empowering to a young person. My mentee surprised me, too, at one time. He says, I can talk to him because he doesn't judge me. And that's that's what's, I think, the best part of our relationship. You know, I can tell him things, things that I've seen, things that I've gone through, 
hoping that something will stick somewhere about alcohol or drugs or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, anything he tells me, you know, I'm not a parent. I'm not there to judge him. Um, and, yeah, he's, he's, he's real good about that. Absolutely. How important is it then to make sure that that stays within your relationship, right? That it doesn't branch outside. Obviously not gossiping about the kid, but how important is it to maintain that, that trust in that relationship so they keep coming to you? Yeah, I think it, I think it's really important. And um, I remember going to the, like the, the training for teammates and they were really good about going over, you know, just going over all those kind of guidelines with you and, you know, um, advice, you know, with how to handle certain things. And, but I, but I do think they really emphasize just, you know, building that trust, you know, building that positive relationship, um, so that this, you know, that you're, that's the role of a mentor Just make sure your mentee, you know, they look up to you and they know that, you know, what they're telling you is, um, you know, important to them, but also it's, you know, we're not here to judge. Like you were saying, we're just here to, you know, guide you and talk to you and, um, just listen to your feelings and, um, you know, and just, um, kind of be there to, to be that support for them, um, when they need it. So. That's good that they have, I don't think restrictions is the right word, but, uh, or we're not able to communicate with them otherwise. Um, and that way we keep the trust going on. We're not talking to other people, other ball players talking together, um, like that in that respect. Yeah, the, the mentoring relationship is special in that your gift to them is your time and your care. And that, that one meeting a week is mm-hmm. sort of magical because there's, you know, there is some time that happens in between. So there's always something to, to talk about, but you're not communicating via social media or they're not, mm-hmm. you know, texting you at all hours of the night. Um, and I think that that's also sort of a relief for mentors probably to know that this is your role and we you're not going to be able to solve all the problems in the world or all, even all the problems in this one child's life in one hour a week. That's not your role. Your role is to be a listener and occasionally an advocate, but mostly mm-hmm. you're there to be an ally and a friend. Absolutely. I, I think that's one of the best parts of the program is like you I mean, it is a, it's, it's a commitment. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a small commitment, but you don't, you know, you don't buy them gifts, (laughs) you know, it's, um, you don't, you're not like, um, you're not burdened by like, you know, you're not responsible for them outside of that hour, but it's, it's about that time. That's the most important part is just being there for that hour for them. Um, and I just think that is also you know, teaches them a lot too. I think so many times we get caught up with, oh, I, I want to buy my, I'd, I'd want to buy my, this person a gift so that I know they care, they care about me, but you don't need to buy them a gift, you know, to show, you know, it's, it's about talking to them. That's the most important part. And just knowing that you're there for them, um, not the, you know, the material things and, you know, the food or whatever it is, <laughs> but you know, um, so yeah, that's what I've really enjoyed about the program is just, um, just the, um, I don't know how to say this, but just the most important part about it is that relationship, you know. Dr. Osborne talks about the most valuable gift you can give being your time. You know, you can always make more money, but everyone Mm -hmm. has a finite amount of time. And choosing to give it to that young person is 
is so powerful and so meaningful. That is so good. Again, I thought I didn't have enough time. It really, mm-hmm. certainly you can make an hour. Anybody can make an hour to do that, to change some kid's life. And really, it's not even an hour a week. It's one class period, which in mm-hmm. most cases are like 40 to 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's during the school year. So there are 36 mm-hmm. weeks in a school year, which is, you know, just a little more than half. But you're you're not going over the summer. You're not going during winter break when you might be, you know, with busy with family and holiday stuff. Um, and of those 36 weeks, we ask you to try and meet 24. Mm-hmm. We know that the student is going to be absent sometime or you're going to have a work trip some stuff is going to come up um, but the schools are generally very flexible and what's important is letting the mentee know hey i can't make it this week um, but i'll see you next week or i can't make it on tuesday this week but i'll see you on thursday and and that forward thinking and forward looking so really we're asking for 24 less than an hours a yeah, year exactly there you go. You're listening to the Teammates Mentoring Hour here on 93.7 The Ticket. We'll have one more segment when we come back to keep this conversation going.